We were just dis- just discussing how you're a monster and your favorite Skittles flavor is orange. That's true. Is yellow your second favorite? That, yes, it is. Really? Yeah. God, you're the worst. I like the citrus flavors. <laughs> those are the wrong ones. No, those are good. Red and pink for Starburst, for sure. I think we've talked about how we could easily split a Starburst yeah. pack. Yeah, <laughs> and it would work out. Hold perfectly. on one second. Hey! Welcome back to the Overtalking Podcast. Oh, fuck. How does this go? <laughs> one week off of yeah. not having to host? Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. <laughs> hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies. It's chosen by our guests, and this week, we watched Booksmart. Would you say you're Booksmart? I think so. You think so? I'm learned. Mm. <laughs> I did. I went to the schools. You did go to the schools. I did go to the schools. I saw you there. Yeah. We went to some of the same schools. Yeah. Hey, we haven't talked about uh, New Year's. How was your New Year's? It was a lot of fun. Nice. I went to Michigan two nights at an Airbnb with a bunch of buds. Nice. Anyone we would know? Yes. Oh. Past guest, Lauren. Oh. Past guest, Freddie Powers. I know that guy. Past guest, Leo Curran. Ooh. And that's it. Okay. Well, there, that, that's nice. <laughs> there were more people, but that's sure. that's all Those that the ones know. people yeah. would recognize. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What'd you end up doing? Uh, we at the very end decided to not do anything. <laughs> um, that's the way to do it. Yeah. So what we did, we decided to marathon the latest season of Survivor. Okay. And we cooked all foods that would potentially have something to do with Survivor. <laughs> uh, so it was just white rice and coconut. <laughs> end of list. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> No, so yeah, we were trying to do that, and then we realized, oh, that would just be right white yeah. and coconut. So <laughs> that's it. Maybe we, some fish. Yeah. So we went with the seafood theme. I mean, okay. like crab cakes, and we had like salmon. Are they stuff. getting crab on Survivor? I've seen them eat crab on Survivor. Okay. Like little hermit crabs, though. Oh. Uh, so I don't know. Mostly bone. Yeah. Crunchy. <laughs> crunchy crab crunchy. cakes. Yeah. So it was a it was a bit of a stretch, but I I got us um those buffs the, you know those like uh, stretchy things they put on their heads yeah mm-hmm. fancy so we, we were all decked out and had a good time it was nice uh let's find out what our guest did for New Year's yeah welcome back Cameron Downing hi oh, so good to be here glad to have you thanks already. for coming back yeah thanks for coming back yeah and I love that we're starting it off by talking about Survivor I just binge watched a season of that last oh, week oh nice yeah. the latest or uh, no yeah, one said, from 2005 <laughs> I was gonna say you said a season yeah which from 2005 d- which season location uh it was survivor cook islands oh yeah, yeah. very what does that mean problematic season <laughs> they separate the tribes by race and, oh no. that's that one yeah <laughs> yeah heavy yeah. controversy heavy yeah. controversy understandably uh 2005 <laughs> what, what a wow. time yeah that's terrible <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> But what, I watched the whole season. What made so. you watch a season from 2005? Well, so I had some friends visiting in town, and uh, I was informed that the next season is an all-winners season yes, of Survivor. I'm so excited. Yeah, and I, I haven't watched the show in like a couple years, but I, like every family in the 2000s, was deeply obsessed with it, like mm-hmm. about from like 10 years ago to like a a couple years ago i watched it for a really long time so we're re-watching some of the seasons that feature the winners that mm. oh, are on that season nice gotcha. yeah yeah catching up a little bit have you seen kagiyan that one's my favorite does tony win that one yes oh sorry for the spoilers <laughs> uh, i don't know that from, anyone's watching survivor see, anymore that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes i have seen kagiyan that's okay. a great season yes yes why am i i'm blanking on a survivor, the one that I know, who went on to be like a TV writer. 
Oh. He wrote for like the Goldbergs or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know who that is. I know oh, Elizabeth on. Hasselhoff something from No, Rome. it's a little you? nerdy guy. <laughs> it's a little nerdy yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't think of his name. Uh, he was a guest on an episode of Hollywood Handbook. That is one of the better ones. I think a reoccurring guest, actually. Or no, or was that reality show show? I can't remember. I think it was reality show show. The, anyway. Whoever, I'm looking it up right now, but the guy uh, wrote his dissertation in college on the strategic uh, theories oh, behind Oh, my women. goodness. I remember. I can picture exactly what this guy looked like. That's incredible. Um, is that what like got him on the show, or was this after? I think it was, yeah. Uh, uh, Cochran. John Cochran. Oh, John Cochran. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. Yeah. he was a podcast guest, and those those are some pretty great episodes. Yeah. He's a decently funny guy, but they're also yes. just kind of like, yeah, ma- <laughs> they're making fun of him, making fun of him for the fact that like he's given the up. hosts of the show dedicated their lives to like becoming writers, and he was just basically handed it. It was yeah. like, oh, you were on Survivor <laughs> and won that. Here's a TV writing gig. Right yeah. here yeah. you go for yeah. being a reality TV star. Yeah. Can I talk about a life. show that I've started watching recently on sure. Netflix? Uh, it's a reality show. Oh. It's called The Circle. I've heard of this. Okay. What, it keeps coming up. Yep. So it what just, is it? just came out. I've never heard of this. It's, it's brand new. It, it's a three-week event, quote-unquote. Um, so they'll release three episodes a week, basically. It is not good. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay, good it's, start. It's, it's just so bizarre to watch. Sold. So the whole premise is that eight people are chosen to be put into apartments separate apartments they are alone the entire time basically but they communicate with each other through a quote-unquote social app called the circle Uh uh-huh um which was already a movie in a book i'm pretty sure but i think so oh is it based that's a bad movie (laughs) yeah it is a bad bad movie movie. (laughs) is it based off that movie no it's not oh okay um but they can since they only communicate through that they can present themselves however they want, so they can either catfish or be themselves. And whoever's left standing at the end gets a hundred thousand dollars or something. They every week they can vote someone out. That was what got me. Like in the brief description that I read, I saw the word catfish, and yeah. I was like, "What is this show?" Yeah, it's, and I want no part of it. It started out very awkward because they got some big personalities on there, of course. But you got it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's growing on me. It's it's really? so bad that it's like pretty funny. Oh, and, yeah. and some of the characters are actually like normal and funny, so they kind of make it better. It's um, so bad that you want to see it to its end. Like you're just so curious I what's like, gonna happen. I, I like some of them and I want okay. them to win oh, okay. over the annoying people. Gotcha. I'm I'm at the the stage of my life now where most of my Facebook feed isn't even people anymore. I've just like hidden a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but there's and I'm I've coming across some now that I'm like Man, I should really hide this person because all of their posts make me frustrated. But I'm just—they they fascinate me now. Where I like—I have to know what they're going to say. Yeah, next. that's. Yeah. I have that too. My friends and I call those—we label those people as unloyals. So if, <laughs> if one one that is one that is going to be blocked or muted on your social media would be labeled an unloyal. But there are some unloyals that say stuff that is just they post things that are just it's too good to be true and you right. can't let go of that <laughs> exactly yeah. you gotta cling on to that part just of your like, past where is this gonna go i have some people in the opposite direction where it's like some like extremely i'm, I'm liberal but it's some like extremely liberal <gasps> stuff that gasp 
is maybe even like a little bit conspiracy theorist like oh, yeah. to, to that point it's like it's like the the fear-mongering right uh, sharing of of articles not because you read the article but just because you read the headlines yes, absolutely. Yes, that's yeah. you look at the you look at the the link that it's from and it's from like www.liberalsrus.com anything like <laughs> that and i'm also like... a very liberal person <laughs> right. but it's like if it's not from accredited news source yeah you better read that article yeah. before you're putting it in my timeline yeah. Yeah, which I and I I realize by saying that I'm proving the fact that I am in my own bubble and just only follow people that oh, are no. that are like my Cle- clearly the same for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not helping myself at all there, but I'm okay with it. Also, one of the only reasons I'm still on Facebook is because I'm uh, part of a, a Facebook cult. I'll say it. Oh, is this the podcast or the socks one? Uh, the socks one is no longer a thing. <laughs> oh. uh, it's a podcast one. I'm okay. part of this group that is dedicated to like comedy podcasts. And that's really the only reason I'm the, still Facebook. The last I heard about this, I think you talked about on the podcast at one point too. You were getting attention for something. Are, have you have you grown in popularity on that? No, I don't. I oh, okay. don't post anything on there. You or just like I rarely the, do. The I, it's it's just it's like scrolling through a feed of inside jokes that you're inside oh. on. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, I also find that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like that person too. <laughs> 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 it's great. I, I recommend everyone find their that. Yeah, nice. I'll start looking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got some horror ones I follow and. That's what it is for that's you. That's what it is for me. It's like <laughs> horror funny quotes, basically. I don't know. Well, you know what was not horrible? Booksmart? This movie. Oh, totally not horrible. Yeah. We'll talk about Booksmart and more coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. Oh, no. Not acceptable. This is not okay. Who allowed you to be this beautiful? Who allowed you to be this beautiful? Who allowed you to take my breath away? Call the Who paramedics. Nope. Call the police. Because there has been an emergency. I can't look right at it. Um, oh. I have no breath. And we're back Woo-hoo. on the We're Talking podcast. Good God. Yes. Joined once again by Cameron Downing, and we're going to take a shot. What are we drinking today, Cameron? We're drinking wild turkey, bringing it back to, to my roots here at Overtalking. Same we're, thing we took last time. We're finally finishing off another you're, bottle. You're helping us finish this off. Yes. All right, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. I feel reborn. Wow, that was not bad. Really? Cameron, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never seen or heard of Booksmart what it is about without any spoilies. Okay. Ready, go. All right, uh, about two uh, graduating high school seniors who are, it's the night before graduation and they are ready to go and they discover that they have, well, they have spent the past four years just studying, not partying. You know the type. You went to school with the type or perhaps you are the type. And they decide, uh, they discover that there are uh, people who got into the same Ivy League schools as they did and they also partied. So they decide to take the last night of high school to live it wildly. And that's a fucking summary <laughs> nice. that was good yeah <laughs> brought it all home at the end there yeah. nice a spoiler free summary if i might add very good that's what my first question was going to be do you relate to these characters at all were you also a dweeb in high school like myself i wasn't necessarily a dweeb when i okay if if we were to flash back to like when i was in high school like midway through before i had actually started like 
experimenting with drinking and party culture. I, you, if you were to approach me and ask me if I had drank, I'd say, no, the opportunity just hasn't presented itself to me yet. (laughs) Like like if it was given to me, like I'd say yes, just cause like I would want to seem cool, Mm -hmm. but I drank, I actually, I, the first time I drank was in my senior year of high school, but it was on new year's Eve. So I did not wait all the way till graduation to, uh, I did get into the wild side did you yeah. it was literally after a high school graduation party yeah. somebody's parents were out of town you were there i was there yeah. uh and shut up yeah <laughs> yeah and we went to a house where there were no parents and there was alcohol yes and my one takeaway from my first time drinking was that i would not shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember, <laughs> just not, like, talking the entire time. That's fine. Even on the car ride home, somebody drove me home, and I was in the backseat just chatting away. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. What was your first time? Uh, Have we talked about this? I don't know. My parents listen to this. I think they know when I started drinking. It was, it was uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, so, first half of high school, yeah, full on, straight edge. You'd gotten over your coke habit. The, right, yeah. The middle school fucked me up. <laughs> But uh, high school, yeah, pretty strange. Until, yeah, junior year, um, I was part of some group that we don't need to talk about. Uh, <laughs> sure we do. No. <laughs> um, but they, it was, it, there were some older people in the group, and so they invited me to parties and stuff. So that's when I had started drinking. Show choir. Yeah. Ooh. The show choir guys drank. But I was in the band, though, so that was okay. Uh-huh. Yes. Then you were in the band. You were in the band then. That's right. Before you upgraded. To the band. To star. I played drums. Wow. Yeah. And then you... Then I played some more drums (laughs) elsewhere. Then you played dancing and vocals. Yeah, hated it. Ken had a solo. Did you know that? Wow. What was the song? I sang everything by Michael Bublé. It was very good. I got a front row seat every time. Yeah, you play guitar to it. Because I was in the band. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) The next year, I left the band and CJ joined it. And I regretted it the entire time. I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. So you were you like a cool kid? Uh, that would be a stretch. <laughs> I so I did, I did a lot of theater in high school. I but I didn't do it through my high school. I did it through an outer. I did it through like a, a theater in the city that I grew up in. Cool. Uh, and that was actually. I mean, that is why I didn't really drink my even like i said that i drank my senior year but i only did it like two or three times and that the reason for that was because there was this like there was always this urban legend of a girl at at the theater that i grew up at who was blacklisted from the youth theater productions what? because she went to a party and drank and put it on her facebook uh, so i was like oh yeah i was uh. like i can't have that i have to be horton in the production of Susical the musical like <laughs> i i can't be i can't be going out drinking i have a career <laughs> nice <laughs> remind me what city you grew up in i grew up in uh manchester new hampshire beautiful sunny lovely manchester new hampshire so there was something uh, brought to my attention how this is not a trick question at all uh ken and i grew up uh, around here in the midwest mm-hmm. what do you call a a jewel osco where do you go to buy food a hannaford <laughs> I, me? I just mean a more a more oh, broad that's a broad our, sense. oh uh, a grocery store so oh, that, see, ken, what wrong. do you say grocery store no we're wrong <laughs> oh we're wrong yeah it's, it's definitely, grocery store it's definitely spelled grocery no, but i, I say grocery Gro- gro- like a sh- like the yeah. we just Correct. slur it all together grocery store grocery store <laughs> yeah, that's, and and what that's do you wrong. uh crayola makes these uh they're colorful and made of wax 
Crayons. 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 Just crayons. Crayons. We have no patience and for I'm extra from, syllables. I'm from New England. We're supposed to have the dirty Yeah, accent. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> what is the, um, the, uh, how do I not say this grossly? Uh, the, oh boy. White byproduct that you get from milk. Uh, damn it, I said it. Cows. <laughs> Byproduct? Milk? Yeah, that's correct. Milk. Milk. Yeah. Some people say milk. Milk. No, it's an I. Yeah. Yeah. I probably said milk as a kid. Anyways. (laughs) If you were to drink a fizzy can of sugar stuff, what would you call that? Oh, soda. You're gonna you're gonna come through you're you're gonna come through with the pop nonsense. That I had I mean I had heard that term on TV or like in a broader sense, but I never heard anyone use it in conversation until I moved out here. Huh. Oh, really? Ever? Wow. Never, ever, ever. Funny. Yeah. Pop. We also call what do you? What do you in New England? What do you? Well, here, what would you call um, the gross public machines that you use to drink H two O from? Water fountain. Well, yeah. yeah water see, fountain. in New Hampshire, it's a, in New Hampshire. In New England, it's a water bubbler. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard bubbler. bubblers before. It yeah. sounds so fancy. Yeah. Even though it's not. It's the most disgusting thing. <laughs> yeah, it's truly. got everybody's germs on <laughs> truly. it. Truly. Who's washing those? I bubbler. mean, someone tell me who is washing those. I've never seen it. But you're not you're not Philly, so it wouldn't be like a, a washer a bubbler or something like that. <laughs> what? That's that's uh I think that's right. I think that's Philly. That's like like the water bubble or the water fountain uh-huh. is a wor- washer. A, a washing machine. A washing machine. That's yeah. what you put I your laundry in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we've done enough of these. So the way this was pitched to me initially was that Booksmart is the and this is horrible. But the who fe- pitched this to you? <laughs> I I want to say you. I can't remember. <laughs> Probably. Uh, the, it was on my end of year list. The female version of uh, super bad, super bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, probably because one of the main stars is Jonah Hill's sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah, and she kills it. Yeah, she does. Before I watched it, I thought it was the other one. <laughs> Someone told me that it was Jonah Hill's sister was in it. I was like, oh, you the- thought it was Amy? Yeah, you yeah, thought it, yeah. I thought it was Amy, and then I started watching, and I, I was telling Meg because we watched it together. I was like, yeah, that's Jonah Hill's sister. Oh. No, <laughs> that's yeah. Jonah. Hill's okay, sister. the one that kind of looks like Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It More did Superbad. I haven't watched Superbad in a few years at this point. Does that take place the night before graduation? Or, no, but it, okay. it is about high school. It's yeah, and, and going kids that that time. yeah haven't yeah. partied before. Yeah, yeah. I was. I don't think I followed through on it. I was wondering if Superbad still holds up. I imagine so, but I, I haven't like, watched it in. Probably what, like a decade at this point? Yeah, I watched it maybe like five or six years ago. So it's, it's been a while for me too, but I remember it uh, holding up then, kind of. Yeah, kind yeah. of. There's some like uncomfortable, weird parts, but yeah, overall it's Has funny. Any movie between the years of 2000 and 2009 yeah. is going to happen. We should, that should be an episode, I feel like. Super bad? That'd be a good one to talk about. Yeah. I that's to your point, uh, Cameron. Yeah, we've a big lesson of starting this podcast as we've realized no movie before I, this year <laughs> holds up <laughs> or does not have some problematic thing. Yeah, in it. yeah, they're all bad. Similarly to Survivor Cook Islands. <laughs> oh, gosh, that takes the cake though. Yeah, that's that's not really right. mad. How did that get through so many people? And they're like, nope, still a good idea. Let's do it. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's, that's you funny. know what? It's still on the air. 
So those are the moments like I th- that I really wish I could be a fly on the wall, yeah. just like watching them pitch this and be like, "That's a great idea." You can watch the show. No, yeah. I won't. <laughs> I won't spoil who won that season. It wasn't Tony. It was. It wasn't Tony. <laughs> I don't think it was white people, <laughs> which is probably good. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. good. We've done enough already. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the the races were or whatever, but I I don't know. Let's That's not okay. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> what made you pick this movie specifically? So I I watched this movie for the first time a couple months ago. Uh, I did not see it in theaters. I saw it when it came out on um, like DVD, mm-hmm. uh, and I had heard all throughout the time that it was in theaters that it was fantastic. It, it it looked funny to me when I had seen the trailers, but everybody was saying it had exceeded their expectations, especially this time of the year. I am a huge movie person. I, I, the Oscars are truthfully my Super Bowl. Uh, and I, every year, like, like around like December, January, I start to put a list of all the best movies of the year critically together so i know like what to watch like going into the oscars so i see all those movies and i can scream at my tv when i think that something else <laughs> should have won. Uh, and book smart was like the comedy on everyone's mind this year and it was like olivia wilde's directorial yeah. debut which uh like nobody saw i didn't know that she even dabbled in directing yeah um and then beanie feldstein i have known for a couple years because again say i'm a big theater person and she had uh she was in hello dolly on broadway and oh. she was uh kind of a she's uh best friends with ben platt big name in like theater um and she kind of had that film breakout in ladybird but i've always thought that she's a great actress so i was really excited to see this movie with her being the focal point, the one of the lead characters, and uh, the girl who plays Amy Caitlin, I don't know if it's pronounced like Dever or Dever. I'd never seen anything from her before. Couldn't tell you. But um, I saw, she was on some Netflix miniseries called Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, and I heard good. she's really good on yeah. that. Um, and I, so I, when I watched it, I was just I. It is kind of like a 2010s teens. I don't know how to properly refer to that decade, um, but it it's kind of like a more up to date and like uh modern version of super bad with these two female leads and one of them being queer. It's, it's just like a more and with several characters being like gay and, and characters being open about like sexuality and things like that. It's like a more, it's, it just like really got to me. I was laughing hysterically the entire time. Yeah, um, yeah, and it like, just felt like more a more current. Yes, yeah, uh, telling yeah. coming and of age. Thing. I graduated, so I graduated high school in 2014, uh, <sighs> and I and don't laugh at me. Uh, and I uh, <laughs> no, that made me hurt yeah. internally. <laughs> I'm so young and full of life. Uh, I uh, like really. It's like super bad. Also with cell phones, like it's it's the yeah. it's like really like more modern because like that changed the game so much. So I really like watched this and was able to what I feel like people a little older than me with that movie were able to experience. I was able to experience with this movie and really kind of feel like this captured a little bit more of like what I went through as a teenager. Mm specifically with the um with the two the theater the characters that are the theater boys <laughs> really destroy me throughout the entirety <laughs> of the movie like when i tell you that noah galvin's character george the one who is like the director who hosts mm-hmm. the murder yeah, mystery yeah. party that character really 
tore me to shreds. <laughs> I was going to say, he, he was probably one of my favorites. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. What else has he been in? Because I, I feel like I recognize him, but I can't. He, there is, there is some TV show that he is on, okay. uh, some sitcom on like ABC that he's oh, on. Really? He was uh, another theater person. He was in Dear Evan Hansen when uh, Ben Platt departed. That was kind of his big breakout as he took <laughs> oh, over the cool. role in New York as Evan. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Oh, the titular Evan. The titular Evan Hansen. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I this yeah this cast is really something. Yeah, Incredible. they're all amazing. Every, yeah, every, got, every every archetype is is right on the money. Yeah, we got Billy Lord and that guy. She's kind of dating, not really. Um, who it seems yeah. very familiar. Billy Lord, going back to my whole Oscar spiel. I mean, CJ, do you know who <laughs> Billy Lord is? No. Okay, I could tell by Which, the record. I I was gonna say I don't remember one anybody any of the characters' names besides Amy Malley. Billy, Even though I literally watched this last night. Billy Lord is Princess Leia's daughter. Yeah. Oh. And she um, plays Gigi, the party girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I I love her because she's in a ton of horror stuff, like comedy horror stuff. She was on Screen Queens yes. and American Horror Story, Ah, uh, as, as well as a bunch of other things. She is so funny in this movie. Yeah. Her, very, her very character funny. kills me. I'm, <laughs> I am like, I'm a sucker for like a... Um, a running gag in a movie that revolves around just like the whole, like, where did you just come from? Yeah, kind of approach. And that, <laughs> that always kills me. Like yeah. <laughs> that. She will just always pop up out of nowhere. She knows where to be and yeah, when <laughs> exactly. Oh <laughs> my All God. the right moments. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good, uh, reoccurring bit. This, this yeah, this whole movie is fantastic. Yep. This is why this made my end of the year list. Yep. Yeah. It's brilliantly, it's brilliantly written comedy. Yeah, and it's so it really does. Like I said, it really does capture. Um, I, I mean, I think Superbad's a great move, movie, but I think it captures even better than that. Captures like the geeky yeah. teenage boy. I think it just captures every type of uh, American teenager. Yeah, who's mm-hmm. like got their own little identity crisis, whether they're the popular boy who's playing, who is like on student council, or like the 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 nerdy type girl who doesn't want to feed into the party culture that they're expected to feed into yeah i also appreciated just how supportive everyone was yeah i thought that was very surprising because at some point they get to the party they're going to surprise surprise (laughs) um and i fully expected either a everyone to be like oh what are you doing here or at least give them a hard time at some point but everyone was just very like Oh, you guys are here. That's You're amazing. You came out. That's, yeah. that's so cool. And I everyone know. was just so nice. There wasn't, yeah, there was no real, like, well, besides the, there's one scene early on where the main character, Molly, is in the bathroom and overhears oh, yeah. that. But besides that, sure. like everybody, yeah, is so There are redeeming nice. qualities <laughs> yeah. about everybody. There's yeah. no character that you're really, there's no like. I hate that guy. Real antagonist. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're all very nice. And I do love that kind of like take on it is like, oh, even the quote unquote burnouts are going to your Stanford's, your Harvard's. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. Like, Not like, wait, what? That's like the one thing. That's the one thing watching the movie that I was like, yeah, is, is like, there are that. two students from one school going to Yale. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I may roll my eyes a little bit at that. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a, I liked that kind of like twist to it. I was like, oh, yeah. they're all secretly smart. Also, that was early enough on in the movie where I could then accept it and move on with the premise. Yeah, yeah like that, they, they need this to really to lay the groundwork right, yeah. for these two like girls to, to feel the need to feed into right. this. 
And their friendship, my God, that was something to, I'm so envious of that. I know. Like, can yeah. you imagine having somebody that supportive? Yeah. Someone you could Malala with? The, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the bits where they go back and forth with the, oh my God, who allowed you <laughs> yeah. to be this beautiful? Yeah. My eyes are melting out of my skull. That, that was another, that was, I, I like, I talked like that with my friends yeah. when, I, when I was younger. As annoying as it is in real life, it's so funny on screen to watch. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought they were being like sarcastic. But oh, then no. I was like, oh, no. It went on for way yeah. too yeah, long. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to watch a solid five minutes of yeah. this? Okay, cool. And on top of everything with the movie, the soundtrack is so good. The soundtrack uh, yes. is so good. So many songs that just fit perfectly and make it that much more pleasing to watch like yeah. it just it like they'll they they pump you up while you're watching just like in the right moment specifically at the end of the movie when they're driving to the graduation and they're running late and they're speeding in their cap and gowns and they've got uh nobody speak playing a yes. great great song that just makes you like feel like like get this that much perfect. more into yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. i I rewatched this uh, last night and shazammed multiple times throughout the movie. I feel like, oh, what is this? I yeah. like this. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. I don't know if you're a, if you're an Apple Music or a Spotify person, but there is a Spotify playlist called Booksmart Soundtrack okay. oh, that has all sure the bops and the the score too, which is really Ooh. good. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I'll be checking that out tomorrow. Yeah, we're Spotify people. Yeah. Good. Spotify, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that lull means it's time for... Hey, did you do that? That's right. It's the part of the show where we pit our guest and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watched. I destroyed you last time, and I'll destroy you again. Sounds right. Probably. Are you guys ready? Yes. I'm ready. Okay, first question. Which actor or actress's performance was so impressive that extra scenes are written for them? Can I name their character? Because I don't know people's names. Please. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to say Amy. Okay. My guess would be Gigi, Billy Lord's character. Yeah, so interesting that you chose one of the main characters. <laughs> yeah, as they who already so had plenty of scenes yeah. written for her. Gigi is correct. You never know. Billy Lord's character. Yeah. Good start. It made the movie longer. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was funny. Um, next question. This movie came out in 2019. When was the first draft of of the script written oh uh, oh i was reading about this the other day because i read the i read the um like last week when i when cj and i talked about doing this i i read um an initial draft of the, <laughs> of the screen i'll say uh, 2016 okay 2011 whoa 2011 is closer it's tw- 2009 uh, wow yeah 10 years this is that's like a whole different movie in terms of like technology and stuff you should first read, you draft. can you can yeah, find know, the first but... draft of the screenplay online and it is an an entirely different movie really oh, okay. yeah they changed so much about it well, I, I know that one character wasn't gay in the original draft and i think some other things were yeah too. it yeah it's a whole Pro- obviously story. uber wouldn't have been in there right yeah yeah no wow. all right next question how much did this movie make at the box office and i'll tell you it had a budget of six million dollars I have no gauge for this. I know. That's whatsoever. what I was trying to set you an idea of what it took to make. Forty million. Okay. I would guess is that good? I'm gonna guess like twenty seven million. 
Yeah, that's almost exactly right. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, it's, it's pretty close, though. 24.8. Oh, nice. I see. I have no idea if, that's, <laughs> if that is good or not. Yeah. No, that I mean, anything that's more than the budget is a success. Well, that's but profit. I get four that. T- four times it is uh, like a hit. Gotcha. So, yeah. I just remember because Olivia Wilde, I like seeing on social media, she was really trying to get people to go see it in theaters specifically, being like, hey, we're getting kind of crushed by the other movies that came out at the time, which I don't remember. Yeah, it came out. It came out like in the summer blockbuster season. Yeah. So it's it's hard to compete when you're like a little comedy movie with uh, Marvel and maybe that's yeah, yeah, that's probably what it was. There's always a Marvel movie out. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. Or Star Wars or something. All right. Next question. Rotten Tomatoes. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage closest without going over? For those who are not sure, this is the critics score. I hope it's at least what I don't want to go over. Like, uh, you know, no, I'm going to say an 89. Okay. I'm hoping it's like a 90. I do know for a fact that it's in the high nineties. It's good. The, it's the it's the number itself that is hard. I'm gonna guess ninety seven. Ninety seven is correct. <laughs> wow. Over totally talking out though, if you were sure in this over talking podcast has nothing on me. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I have not gotten a question right for this. No, so, final question. Let's just see if you can do a clean sweep here. All or nothing. What is the Rotten Tomatoes audience score and percentage closest without going over? A hundred percent. Okay. Mm, Should I do that? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm not winning, clearly. (laughs) I'll go 85 on this one. Both of you were too high. It was 77%. Boo, audience. Oh, that means 23% of all people know nothing (laughs) and have completely invalid opinions. Yes. All of those people are wrong. Yeah. That means Cameron's our winner. Congratulations. Congrats. That feels so good. What a competition that was. <laughs> it was a real nail biter. Yeah. Real close. Well, I think it means it's time for ratings. Ratings. Cameron, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate Booksmart for you? I just want to take in to note the the amount of times you've seen this movie. I know. I was talking to CJ earlier about how I watched this movie last night to prepare for my appearance here. How many, how many times has it been told? It was about? my fifth time watching oh, the movie. Oh, damn. And it, every time I watch it, I see like different things and I, I get different jokes or I notice, like, just for example, not to divert from the question, but I, I was watching Mike O'Brien, who plays the pizza man <laughs> we didn't even talk about we it yeah I we didn't Michael oh, Bryan, right. by the way and yeah. i just like was watching his his specifically just like really watching his performance in the scene where they're in the car and really picking up on things that i didn't see beforehand now knowing who he is yes um and i just every time that i've watched it even on the fifth time i'm seeing new things and i'm enjoying new things and i'm still laughing at the same things so i'm not one to give a 10 lightly but this movie really like does hit a 10 out of 10 for me. Wow! It really does. Whoa. Damn. It, it sounds I'm like I'm a it. harsh critic. I didn't even really enjoy Avatar. Don't don't come for me on that one. <laughs> that's fine. I'm with you on that one. I, I don't think that's a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go next. Uh, Please. For, for me, on a scale of 1 to 10, I really liked it. I thought it was really funny. It's new, so not really problematic, which is great. I, <laughs> I feel like that's it. not many movies we can say that about. Uh-huh. Um, oh, is there anything wrong with it? No. Oh, no. Asked and answered. Oh, no. Why are you saying, oh, no? Well, I wasn't prepared to give a 10. But? 
I've laid the groundwork. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, it's a 10. Wow. Wow. We're looking for a perfect score here at Overtalking Podcast. Oh, gosh. Pressure's on. Yeah. Sorry. That's why I wanted to go second, because I didn't think I was going to give a 10, and I didn't want to be like the the guy to bring it down at the end. But Dang. uh, Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't think of anything that I didn't like about it. So... Yeah. You, you know what? Yeah, it's a Ted. Oh, oh my God! We found the perfect movie. I think this is a first, right? We did it. This has got to be Where a everyone first. everyone put a 10 down? Yeah. This was... I, I I was the same exact way. This was my second time viewing it, and I still fucking loved it. Yeah, it was it, still yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the thing I was going to take away from. I was like, could, could I rewatch it? And yeah, I do think I could. Like, I think today. I probably still will. I watched it the first time Again. with a couple of my room with two. I have four roommates. I watched it the first time with two of my roommates. The second time with two different roommates. The third time by myself. The fourth time <laughs> with my family on Christmas Day. Nice. They loved it. And wow. the fifth time also by myself. <laughs> but all those times that I watched it with other people, everyone that I've watched it with has loved it. How, yeah. was, how was the porn scene with your family? You know what? I've, I, <laughs> at at my ripe ripe age of 23 have grown comfortable watching anything i will never be comfortable watching anything like that with my family i was i was uncomfortable watching it alone at my apartment knowing that my downstairs neighbors could probably hear that (laughs) i watched it with my parents and then i have three younger siblings the youngest of which is 16 and during that during that scene she's yelling like why did you make us all watch this on christmas (laughs) and i'm like because i feel no discomfort (laughs) that's on you if you feel that's on you Yeah. yeah That's something you have to work no on. No one's saying anything unless you are, <laughs> yeah. Emma. Yeah. Just give it 10 seconds, it'll pass. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it through this. Wow, a perfect score. Yeah. That's got to be a first. I think it is. It's so good. Everyone go watch this freaking movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's my, it is so far. I mean, I've, I'm like... I would say knee deep in like the Oscar season movies as we like approach like that, those nominations being announced. I, I don't think Booksmart, sadly, because the Academy appears to like not really appreciate comedy as much as they do drama, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, neither horror. So. Yeah. Or horror. No, you're completely correct. Yeah. Or the fact that they'll put movies in the comedy category that are not comedy. Correct. movies. Yeah. yeah. Aquafina winning best actress in a comedy for the farewell. We'll talk about it next time I'm here, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, like like similarly to how eighth grade i for anyone who's seen eighth grade um how that movie was treated last year i think this will kind of get a similar treatment but so far i would say it's my favorite movie that i've seen from the stack of oh, 2019 absolutely. movies and oh, i've seen yeah. like a couple of these movies like like marriage story uh the irishman like some of these movies which are fantastic but like nothing really hits me in in a relatable sense like this movie has. so it took me a second to process what you said have you seen the farewell Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I watched it the other a uh, couple days, couple nights ago. You don't think it's a comedy? I mean, it is. I think it made me feel a little more sad than it did. Yeah, I definitely did laugh a few times. It's definitely a, a, like a genre. Bender, it is but... definitely definitely. Like it could. I guess it could be argued. I know Matt Damon won Best Actor in a Comedy or Musical for The Martian. That's which exactly far, the example. That's not, which is far yeah. a far better example. That's exactly of yeah. what I was someone winning of. for the wrong genre. I That's mean, true. I'm almost I'm almost happy that Aquafina was in the the category she was in because i thought she was excellent i thought that whole movie was fantastic yeah yeah um and i'm glad that she was able to win a major award for it whereas like in the drama category it would have been stiffer competition yeah definitely in that sense 
she won. I, I I didn't. I've not been kept keeping up. With yeah, the yeah. The Golden Globes were on Sunday, and she won the Golden uh, Globe for Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy, awesome. and she was the first Asian American actress to win the award. Wow, yeah. that's unbelievable. Yeah, she was fan- she was really good. Yeah, in that movie. No, if you that have really not really watched good. that movie, check it out. Yeah, I still have not, but I've been only hearing good things got, from everyone that has mentioned it. It is on my list. I will do that for sure. Yeah. Yes. You should. Well. well well i'm in on it camera thank you for joining us do you have anything you want to plug uh follow me on twitter at cam downing i tweet some funny things you do that's all i've got to plug sweet is my twitter (laughs) that's all i'm worth (laughs) hey that's what we got i have nothing in person but i have a lot through a screen (laughs) nice cj what do we got we got a twitter we have a twitter at overtalking pod uh we got a phone number USA Cat 1591. We have an Instagram. At Overtalking Pod as well. We have a website. Overtalkingpod.parties are real out of order. We have a Facebook. <laughs> also at Overtalking Pod. You guys are really one upping me here on the uh, promo. It's exhausting. Game. <laughs> yeah. Half the things, like, we don't even do anything. Yeah. So I, I'll check Twitter, like, maybe once a day, if that. I, I post don't... when the new episode's up. Yeah. Our, yeah, our Twitter is very... If you want to see me retweet funny things but not contribute at all to anything, <laughs> you can give us a follow. Yeah. That's about the extent of it. Instagrams are we're really at. Yeah, hit us up on there. I'll check that. Yeah. Also, our phone number does work. It does work. That was not a joke. That, that was, was not a joke. Phone no. number. It's a Google Voice number. Yes. It goes straight to voicemail. If you're not a solicitor... Yeah, please, getting, please give us a call. Getting a lot of non-English speaking yes. solicitors lately. Our four seconds of silence. I'm trying to hit up over talking about it. <laughs> uh, oh no, they're here. Oh no, they're here. The over talking overlords have graced us with their presence. We got presents? No, it's uh, the holidays are over. Season is over. Wrong kind of presents. Yeah, tis not the, the season. Uh, they show up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you. Yeah, if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and express your review. Reviews will help people find this podcast. Also, we spend money on advertising. So, if like you like the show, please tell a friend stars. and spread the word. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Tell your friends. Thank you. And they're gone. That's it. Yep. Oh. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't change. I feel like I've gone through something. Yeah. Though, being in there. They've presence. sweeped over you. We, we hope it, it brings you. everyone more together. I'll go on promoting. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If, if please retweet us. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll tag you. Yeah, we'll tag you. Cool. If you retweet us, I will. Are you, are you gonna? I. Yeah. Okay. Cool. They're looking at. They're <laughs> beaming at me with big eyes. That's really I hold, the only I hold, reason we the, ask I, I hold a lot of Twitter power. I. I, I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sweet. You don't want to soil your reputation with this. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I wouldn't either. Yeah. <sighs> and as we always say. Retweet us. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. This episode of the Overtalking podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was Cameron Downing. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.